Have you ever been in a relationship where you thought to yourself, is this it? I know I have, but let me tell you something. You are made for more. We are God's children and we are made to love and be loved. And he has amazing plans for us all. So I'm here to share with you why you should not settle in any relationship. The real question is this. How can you be more intentional in your relationship before the wedding day so you can live out a Christ-centered marriage that doesn't just survive, but thrives? Welcome to the Journey to Marriage show. We are your hosts and relationship coaches, Rafi and Sarah Fiolino. We believe that if it takes almost a decade to prepare for the priesthood, then a single course or retreat isn't nearly enough to prepare for a lifelong marriage. We help couples like you enter into your marriage vocation with confidence through developing your relationship. We're glad you're here. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Journey to Marriage podcast. My name is Sarah Fiolino, and last episode you heard my husband Rafi share his story. And now it's my turn. So let's get into it. When I was an infant, my parents got a divorce, and so I didn't see my dad that often. And when I did hang out with him, I loved our time together. I cherished it. But when I wasn't with him, I was seeking for love in different places, um, from my uncles, from boys at school. And growing up, I had a list of qualities that I wanted in a partner. But all my boyfriends before meeting Rafi, as you can imagine, did not fit the criteria. But Sarah, you can't be picky. Yes, you can. Please learn from me. Do not settle. So let me tell you about a few of my relationships. Um, One of my boyfriends, he was a Christian. He was funny, artistic, smart, and athletic. But I'd have to say that this was one of the most toxic relationships I was ever in. He was lazy. He played a lot of video games. He drank, and he was very possessive. Um, So possessive that I was afraid to do anything that he didn't say okay to. He had my password to my Facebook. I lost a lot of friends. We were always together and we fought and he even controlled what I wore. I realized that I was settling And I didn't deserve to be treated or loved this way. So I tried many times to break up with him, but always found myself manipulated to stay in our toxic relationship. Another one of my boyfriends was Christian, kind, smart, athletic, but he was also lazy and played a lot of video games. He slept a lot and he gave me my space which initially I thought was a good thing, but it ended up being too much space. I felt like I was giving 110%. I felt like I was begging for his attention, begging him to love me the way I wanted to be loved. I felt like I was single. 
But we were on and off through college, and I always thought, oh, maybe he changed this time. Maybe it'll be different. But I had the last straw of settling for this guy when we were talking on the phone, and I asked him, What do you want to talk about? And he answered me, I don't know. And in my head, I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? I don't know. So I, I probed more. I was like, You don't have any questions for me? And he's like, I know everything about you. And then that was the last straw for me. And something clicked in my head that I desired a partner I could communicate with and talk with for hours. I desired to be pursued and I was tired of settling. I was tired of waiting for him to make a move. I was tired of waiting for him to look at me instead of his video games. I was tired of being disappointed. Or maybe I just shouldn't have put all those expectations on him in the first place. But no more settling. I knew it was time for me to move on. So when I broke up with him, I felt sad that I broke his heart, but I felt peace on my end, that it was the right decision. And while I was still with the guy that I just talked about, my mom started talking to me about this young guy she met at church. You know, his name is Rafi. And my mom attended mass on base, on a military base, and she always welcomed the new parishioners, inviting them to local events and hanging out with them to help them build community, which is exactly what she did with Rafi. So one day, perturbed by like how much she was bringing him up in conversation, I told her, why don't you date him? Very sarcastically. And she's like, no, it's not for me, silly. It's for you. Um, but I was away at college at the time. So when I came home during winter break, um, my mom and I went to dinner with Rafi and another lady from church. And then after dinner, my mom was like, why don't you text him and go on a hike, make a new friend? And I thought, oh, it would be cool to have a new friend who was a devout Catholic and he was a good influence. So why not? And having like a moment of being outgoing, I agreed and I texted him and he said, yes, this is very unlike me because I see myself as someone kind of shy and like never would have thought I would have done that. Um, but so he said yes. And I was pretty nervous for a hiking outing because it was just the two of us. And I've never made a friend like this before. It always was through some kind of group setting like school or a church group, but we had a great time getting lost and having good conversations. And then a few nights before I went back to school, Rafi texted me asking if I wanted to go to dinner. And with a huge grin on my face, I excitedly texted back, yes. So here's how our time went together. He picked me up. He opened the door for me. He paid for dinner. He went to my favorite boba tea place for dessert. And we went to a lookout point that overlooks the Honolulu city lights. And we had deep conversations, sang Disney songs all the way until he dropped me off at home. And then he walked me upstairs to my door. What a gentleman. 
I had never experienced anything like this, and I loved it. And this sounds like a date, right? But get this: during dinner, Rafi told me that he was discerning to be a priest. So I had to contain all my feelings, and that was all our night was—a great evening as friends. So I was like, okay, got a new priest friend. I just automatically was thinking he was going to be a priest. Um, so fast forward to my birthday in February, I was still in school, and I had received a delivery from Edible Arrangements, and it was. Chocolate-covered strawberries with a teddy bear, and a balloon, and a cute note signed "Love, Raffi." I was catching so much feelings when I saw that note and finished the entire box of strawberries. And I was like, "I can't like this guy. Nope, he's going to be a priest. Stop catching feelings." But then he also called me on my birthday, and we spoke for about an hour. And I'm I'm just dying. I'm dying over there, thinking, what a great priest friend. Even though he was only discerning priesthood, I was just thinking that he was always going to be a priest. Um. So afterwards, our communication was kind of spaced out.、Uh, I didn't hear from him too often. But we always had long conversations on the phone when we did, which is something also unlike me because I would just usually text the person. I even sang him a song with my ukulele over the phone. And after that phone call, I was thinking, "Who am I? Who is he? I don't do this. I haven't even done this for past boyfriends, and here I am serenading my priest friend over the phone." Another thing that I did during college and our time apart, I wrote him a song because I was taking a piano course that semester, and just kind of fooling around the piano, I wrote him like a full-on song. And this is when my emotions for him, my feelings for him, were like into full gear. And I just kept it to myself. I kept this song for myself.、Um, I don't remember when I revealed the song to him. I think it was we were already married. But anyway, I was just thinking, there's just something about Raffi that's making me do all these things that I would never do for a guy. So now let's jump to post graduation. I returned back home, and Raffi and I set up a day to hang out. He planned half of it, and I planned the other half. And so, we went to Disney Aulani, and then I took him to a park, and that's where we drew like stick figure pictures, and then I danced for him. This is another thing I wouldn't have typically done for a guy, especially one that I wasn't dating, but I danced. A hula dance for him, and I'd have to say that's the most memorable day for the both of us. Shortly after this day together, and after Rafi had attended a discernment retreat, he asked if he could court me, and 
Of course, I said yes, but I also had a fear of myself because I've never been in a relationship like this where the guy was pursuing me and where he was opening doors and treating me nicely. And I had to overcome the thought that I was not worthy. I mean, while we were recording, I was always thinking, like, oh, He's going to break up with me. I'm not worthy of his love. But that was the exact love that I had been desiring all along. And it was scary dating Rafi. But I, would, I wouldn't know unless I tried. So I encourage you to never settle. Because if you do, it'll hurt you in the long run. And next, follow your heart. Follow your gut. Follow that peaceful path, and you'll know you're making the right decision. And lastly, for the ladies, be pursued. Don't go out there being an independent woman, pursuing the person you think is going to be the rest of your life. Let him find you. Hey there, future spouses. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. And coming up, Rafi and I will both be on to share the rest of our story of when we're courting and engaged, sharing with you the rest of our journey to marriage. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast so you can get notifications of future episodes. Secondly, would you mind doing us a huge favor? If you received value from today's episode, Please share it with your friends. Then, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and this will also help us reach more couples preparing for the vocation of marriage. And lastly, if you want to go deeper with your life, spiritual, and relationship development, go to journeytomarriage.com/resources to see a list of tools we personally recommend for your journey to marriage. Until, Until next time, time future spouses. spouses.